Metro Pirates when you get your papers from thee. For I am the big time boss of bureaucracy. I write the writs and scribble on a lark and you'll need to butter me up to get your letters of mark. This is your ink barreling scroll unfurling GM here welcoming you back to Dead Men Roll No Crits. Joining me in signing on the dotted line in blood are my four friends and players, uh, uh, Jabert, Rebecca, Seth, and Tyler. Hey. Hello. Hey. Hello. I heard nothing about a blood contract. Hey, guys. <laughs> oh, you better, We're sorcerers better believe. We're sorcerers now. <laughs> better believe you write your name in blood. Um, yeah, over the last couple of weeks after we've, we've uh, started book three here, you guys have Return to Port Peril from whence this campaign started. And when you were last here, if you recall, you were drugged and press ganged into, into forced labor aboard the Wormwood. And in the intervening episodes, you guys were challenged by none other than Sadok Goldtooth, one of the right-hand men of the Hurricane King. Kurdak bone fist and uh, you were tasked with impressing him by completing some pirate tasks basically challenges that he threw down uh, some some rigging challenges uh, some bastards fool cards and finally taking on his big old beefy uh, pit fighter named uh, fish pork you guys accomplish all that with flying colors. So uh, indeed you have been invited that evening to bring along your, your offering to the hurricane King, this, um, the stone chair that hopefully he'll be able to buy from you and, uh, and meet with bone fist himself at like a, a, a hangout, a, a pirate's cotillion, some kind of soiree. And that is indeed where we catch up with you guys this week. Is he, like, is he like a skeleton? Um, I don't think Honto would know much at all about. No, this is Seth asking. Um, I just want to know if Bonefist is a skeleton. <laughs> uh, I don't think maybe any of you have probably seen him in person. But if you want to get a, an inkling before you you go, if anybody wants to roll um, society or or pirate lore. And I can tell you what your character would know. I'll try society. 31. Oh, I'm not going to try to compete with Alaris. I mean, he is the de facto ruler of the shackles as the the pirate council is kind of, you know, the, the lifeblood of the of Port, Port, Port Peril and tons of other ports here in the shackles. They all pay allegiances to him and he is sat atop the the throne um, in his fortress island uh, just north of, of Port Peril here in in the bay um, for decades um, I think with that uh, I mean you know he's he's human he's, he's a human male and um, has been showing no signs of slowing down in, in the entire time that he's been the the hurricane king uh, what else? I think with a 30, you might also have gathered some inkling that 
I mean, he is quite old, you know, for for a human uh, at, at the very least. No one's exactly sure of his age, but like I said, like forty or fifty years. He said it's a Hurricane King, so because he's undead. <laughs> yeah, because he's <laughs> a lich. Yeah, burn her. No, but there, uh, people obviously think there's some some magic to this man, as uh, it is said that he got his name as one of his hands is is already in the grave and has been described as skeletal hence well bone fist uh as we are maybe preparing to go up to meet um bone fist the hurricane king uh you all will notice that cassius has had a change of clothing in the past cassius has uh prided himself on his fine clothing uh both in in the game and also uh, by the rules his clothing was was fine I paid two gold pieces back when we started this campaign uh, to, to have fine clothing big spender. But, but as he comes out uh, you notice that his his new uh, jacket and shirt are of the finest silk uh, there his hat has you know probably thing uh, a lot more accoutrement on it um Exotic feathers, gold doubloons adorn it. It looks like uh, the inside of a TGI Fridays. Yeah, he, it. He looks resplendent because I have upgraded my clothing to high fashion fine. Uh, <laughs> and so he looks um, quite, quite regal uh, <laughs> in his in his uh, piratical outfit. It is a lot of loud colors. What uh, does that mechanically do anything for mechanically, you? Mechanically, that gives me a plus one item bonus to make an impression <laughs> on oh uh, what 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 it, whatever upper class folk means. Uh, <laughs> so if you know, I, I, and I and that and that's up to Patrick on how to expand that out. If that is, um, I think that would typically be more associated with people like um, those that preside at Tidewater Rock. You know, upper class folk could be anybody, really. So, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I would say for the most part, from what you've experienced in, in hearing tales about them, the pirate lords of the shackles, besides being pirates, you know, that like you all, they get out there on, on the sea and they do sail themselves. They're also like mayors and you know, magistrates of cities and islands and are quite wealthy. So they're not running around in rags at the very least. Uh, It might be a little bit more rustic, but they are definitely much better armored. Um, And that armor is better ensorcelled and their clothing is of a finer cloth typically than, than what, uh, you know, most people on the boat are, are wearing whether that is just flaunting their wealth for some of them or indeed a keen fashion sense, they will be wearing a lot of silks and things like that, which will wick away heat and, and feel nice and cool to the skin, things like that. And the hot sailing sun. Imagine and, uh, if I, if I had the... my money, I'd be right there with you, Tyler. I'd be, I'd be yeah. Right. And then one of, one of, uh, 
I think one item that he would have had maybe custom made is the belt buckle that holds his bandolier of knives, um, which has been created to be in the shape of a piece of driftwood and uh, like maybe like a hand-carved piece of silver uh, that reflects hmm. that of his moniker. Um, you guys did technically have uh, time you know, between the books, but if there was um, other things that you wanted to buy, when you get to Port Peril, you, you've had time to do that. You've had time to go ashore after you've completed the, the challenges and, and resupply, as it were, in one of the largest marketplaces uh, in, in the shackles uh, by far. Um, right. So as, as uh, we pick up this week, uh, we're catching up with you guys um, sailing in perhaps Alaris's boat hat uh, about, you know, 30 or, or 40 feet before the very large raft that once carried fish pork and now is carrying the giant, massive bedrock throne that you guys found within Krellort's lair, uh, paddled by maybe a half dozen or so of your men. Um, and yeah, in, in the the setting uh, sun here, as you guys are looking north towards your destination, uh, you see the, the evening mist kind of parting. And there's a very imposing island just soaking up the last rays of the sun in the west uh, before you all. And atop its its cliffs, you see a fortress, which you know to be your destination. Uh, Fort Hazard, which was built in the Sargothan style. It's very, very dark, very menacing, and indeed was a... Uh, a point of defense here for for Port Peril when it was uh, founded, and it overlooks the the main entrances to the the bay. Um, and down the shore, you see a, a lighthouse um, just turning on its its evening lights here, uh, known as Bismarck's Beacon. And uh, before you, uh, a single patch of shoreline lit up with some torches where there are a number of, of launches and small boats tied up to a, a single mooring off of a sandy inlet. And as you guys draw closer, uh, you see the water surrounding this, this strip of sand, a number of what look like salt water reptiles of some sorts hmm. uh, long snouted thick tailed creatures kind of lurking about in the waters um, maybe about five feet long or so why don't you make me a, a nature check so those, those are just my cousins <laughs> oh no no roll howdy uh, auntie, how's, how's things going <laughs> howdy 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 oh. uh Oh, Alaris rolled very well here as well. Uh, I think all of you, uh, minus Cassius, who definitely thinks they're some kind of magical lizards. <laughs> um, <laughs> these are saltwater caimans, um, who probably not much of a problem themselves. I think you guys... Salt, sorry, saltwater what? Caimans? Caimans, okay. Yeah, so it's a kind of gator 
that can survive in the the salt water of the bay mixed with maybe some maybe they they live further inland but they seem to be um around the island so perhaps they're they're indigenous here with some some of the water coming through the the fresh springs on the island but um not not much of a problem but if one of your sailors on the raft behind you were to get nibbled at or or fall into the water they could probably swarm on a, a lesser sailor and, and drag him under um uh, they they do seem to be in the way of your boats as you're you're moving forward. Uh, how would you like to deal with this situation? Uh, seems like the best sort of outcome is if they just sort of moved out of the way. Um, trying to see if I have anything for that. In the meantime, I mean we're relatively close to Hanto's homelands at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the potential that he might have encountered these before uh, is there some way i could utilize fishing lore to maybe think of a way to remember how to deal with them peacefully uh yeah yeah that that or i think part of uh, nature can be um like kind of like a handle animal um it's got a good role here with, animals been with moved fishing to lore. Remember uh right 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 about that i think um, yeah, so I mean, if 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 one of those, uh, I mean, nature to kind of how to deal deal with them. I think with with fishing lore, you're pretty satisfied that you can like chum the waters just like twenty feet out or so, and they will like part like the Red Sea, which is a, a big capital C that gets cut in half, right? Like the letter. Well, uh, I'm assuming that we have some of this available. Aye, we have Ichito Greg. That's true. <laughs> we brought him brought him for a reason. I believe you can just everyone bifurcate, bifurcate him, throw him to the Ichito, left, throw him to the right. I'm going to need your other toe, mate. <laughs> <laughs> everyone check your inventory if you have uh, rotten meat. <laughs> just gangrenous uh, slimy meat is what they prefer. These guys yeah, we're not really we're not really prepared for this particular situation, I don't think. How dare you? Uh, yeah, no. If if you ask the boat behind you, they can um, uh, provide you with um, with at least a little bit of oh. of meat that some of the the sailors are. You know what we could have done? We could have used. We could even we could have um, used fish pork's body. Fish pork. Fish pork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. They. They. They dragged his his bloated corpse oh. out of the the bay because i mean it already smells enough of uh dead fish there <laughs> uh right so uh, after a little bit they start moving away from the dock and as one of them you can kind of just kind of push away with your paddle goes to move uh a massive set of jaws comes up out of the water and swallows one of these small gators whole. Uh, it is a huge scaly lizard that perhaps accidentally just bumps into your guys's boat. Um, to, to start off this very fun episode, uh, you make me a niche of turn order save with acrobatics to see if you stay in the boat. We all know that Hanto is great at acrobatics checks. Oh, 
Wow, Candoso smarter than me, Alaris smarter than me. Well done. Uh, Honto. As players, 20. they uh, they did the initiative correctly. As oh, ho, ho. I, I like to throw curveballs at you <laughs> with some of these initiative saves. This seems like a, a pretty good one. Don't worry, Tyler. I'll be unga bunga with you. <laughs> yeah. I, I appreciate. It. I don't like being alone. And you guys are level seven. Yep. Correct. Just taking the 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 DC for the base you see for a level seven problem. Yeah, I don't that is. I don't think I made it, gang. <laughs> uh, it is twenty three. Oh boy. Uh, oh, do you, you want to start with a, a reroll or <laughs> nah? Nah, that, that just saves me a move action to get in the water. All right, yeah. so now here he, now he can become his normal uh, shark doso self, all natural. Well, it, good thing it is starting on the opposite side of both the Kendoso was on. I've, I predetermined that, but let me show you the the artwork that I grabbed for this creature. <laughs> oh, good. Oh no, it's like oh, of no. a a giant uh, crocodile <laughs> eating a T or attacking a T Rex, I should say, and indeed it is like. 15, 20 foot long in the water. So it is taking up a huge amount of space. And I will roll. I was expecting like a screenshot from uh, Lake Placid or something, but that's good too. (laughs) I was thinking Jurassic World. I just watched that for the first time. Yeah, yeah. So Guy from the Ocean. If you guys are familiar with that, I think it might be. This is basically a dino gator or crocodile i should say a primitive relative of the the crocodile that a, a crocodilian a, an alligatoroid uh, of some sort uh but um it is is more closely related to the, the cro- crocodile i don't think you're gonna find alligatoroid in, in like any phylums or anything <laughs> i googled it it was it was uh well when i was googling caimans I was, I was figuring out information about them i was like alligatoroid what is that question wouldn't it be a crocodile not an alligator aren't alligators freshwater uh yeah yeah I, I, there are freshwater crocodiles as well but i think there they can i think they can survive usually easier than baby gators but uh, regardless this one is like 20 feet wide and just it eats one of these smaller uh, gators uh, with a plum and oh I needed to roll it's um, I, uh, oh, maybe I really it's want to see. I really want to see like a five right now. oh it's my bad I went too far up it's not in the phylums it's in the order Ooh. all crocodilians are under the order crocodilia um, I don't have an acrobatics. Crocodilia sounds like a uh, delicious quesadilla that's just made with gator meat or something. Oh, what an initiative roll, Patrick. Okay, so it's it's rolled first, and unfortunately, it does come up as it's bumped into you guys and, and sees you floating above its waters. So uh, still in the boat. Tonto Cassius and Alaris. I'm just gonna roll randomly, see who because uh, he is going first. Right? Yes. Uh, let's see who he's gonna he's gonna take a chomp. Take a chomp. Chomp out of Honto. Lizard on lizard combats. Uh, it's like the attack. picture. Rawr. 
Yeah, you're you're like the T Rex in the picture that I picked. Only if Candozo casts casts in large person on me. <laughs> and and shorten arms. <laughs> shorten arms. Thickum legs and extremely extremely arms. useful for a monk. Shorten arms. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna yeah, say that looks like right. a pretty pretty specific stance, just like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Alright, let's make that let's make that jaw attack. Seventeen on the dice. Uh what's your armor class? Mr. Anto. Sorry for the slow response. Uh, on top of my normal standbys of, of having Roll20 and uh, Archives of Nethos open, <laughs> I also have multiple pages open for where the Nintendo Switch OLED edition is going to be available for pre-order because that just got announced today. So like, I, had to, I had to dig through a couple tabs. I apologize. The number you are looking for is 26, which means that he probably got a critical off of a 17. Oh, yeah. Right? Because I need to hit a 36. 36. You need to hit 36. <sighs> Actually pretty close, but yes, that is a critical hit to start oh, us Mike. off. You guys, a 17 results in a 36 for this monster. Are you kidding me? Oh, I mean, it's huge, right? We knew this was coming. <sighs> All right. You didn't know, but now you know. <laughs> All right, let me roll up some, some good damage here. Not that bad damage you hear about. 42 points of damage. A little, a little on the low side, but Ooh, that's, this... That's that, that's that bad damage I've been hearing about. <laughs> I'm sorry. D10's, D10's on, the, on the low side? Yeah, you roll <laughs> a 2 and a 3 and a 2 on a D10. Yes, as 4D10 plus 26 and... Wow. Uh, its next action is it's going to chomp down and grab you okay. uh, as the uh, as a second action. And then uh, it's got a tail attack, too, and it's going to whip it at Cassius or Alaris. Rude. Uh, Alaris, getting a tail attack. Wow. And an 18. Oh, critical. <laughs> on that, uh, your armor class. 24. 24, so I need a 34, you're saying? Mm-hmm. It's a critical hit! <laughs> on the second attack, I guess I should bring up my calculator and double-check some of this math. All right, but. so uh, uh, I think Patrick was upset with how the last episode went. <laughs> no, he made one of his balanced encounters <laughs> for us to go through. This practically, is uh, practically perfectly balanced, but the tail is a lot less damaged. Tail is only oh, I rolled very low. You have twenty six oh points of bludgeoning damage. Only twenty six. This, this is version two of that matronly Sahugin. <laughs> um, well, yeah, very it's a friendly co- crocodile. That's all it is. Started rolling rocks here, my. <laughs> T20 rolls have been. Do not like this. 19, 17, 18. Let's go. That is its turn. It has Honto locked in its its jaws. I mean, the, I, you can actually see skeletons or fossils of this thing in, in museums. Yeah. I mean, it could it could swallow uh, a human easily whole. Let's see what he has in store for this giant lizard man. Honto, what do you want to do on your turn? Well, I, I guess what am I allowed to do? So you are rammed as the condition, and uh, you're flat-footed and immobilized. Uh, you can 
well, you, you can try any action that requires manipulation, but there's a DC five, five flat check if you want to try to escape. I believe we remember escape is an attack action. It is an attack action, and it's athletics or acrobatics against the athletics DC of the creature grabbing. Okay. Um, it is a single attack action. Right. So I guess my question is, is can I just attack? Uh, yes. If any of your attacks require manipulate, there's the flat, but I don't think punches do. The only um, thing I'm manipulating is his noggin, technically. Uh, like an unarmed no. attack? Right. We'll just double check. Unarmed. I don't think... Manipulate would have to be like a trait in unarmed attack, right? I believe so. It's not a weapon, so I don't think you have to manipulate a weapon. Can't be disarmed. It doesn't take up a hand. It generally works like a freehand weapon. So I don't don't think grabbed imparts any negatives uh, to to melee attacks. Okay. I'm going to, because I'm getting really tired of these auto-grab enemies, I'm going to go ahead and make your life miserable. Hmm. Um, let's see here. I just rolled two crits, man. I'm, I'm, I'm riding on oh. cloud nine. You're not going to, you're not going to break me down. Okay. Uh, well, I go ahead and enter wolf stance somehow. Uh, and... will proceed to do a wolf drag attack. (laughs) Does a 28 hit? A 28 against its its regular AC. Yeah, it's just just an attack. Oh, that is a hit. Okay. So he'll go ahead and take 16 piercing damage, and uh, he is now prone. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, that's... It's like you flipped him over on its back, kind of like gyrating in its its mouth. (laughs) And, uh... So long as someone says it's, you know, not immune to prone in the water, I'm imagining that is still just kind of like your, um, a position that needs to be righted. Like it, it's not a comfortable swimming or attacking. I, position. I made him death roll too early. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that is that is a single attack and it's, uh, our first damage. The creature. Uh, what you got next? The uh, wolf drag is a two-action uh, attack. Oh my goodness! Um, let's see here, and and it gives the prone condition. Is that right? So if, uh, like I said, in the water, how we've done this before is it will have basically that condition until it takes an action to to right itself. So I'm trying to figure out what's going on here because. So the the, 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 the the creature is mm-hmm. inverted. Hanto is still on the boat and still grappled. Oh yeah. <laughs> Imagine Hanto. Imagine kind of you might be at this point. You might yeah. be about half out of the boat at this point. Maybe he got like a claw on the boat and you're half in the water. Yeah, I'm he thinking needs- that, like what if he like did like an MMA thing where like he just like wrapped his arms around the top part of the snout and like <laughs> intentionally dropped down to flip it over. <laughs> He's, imagine, he's wrestling. 
Imagine the boat is definitely at like a 45 degree angle to the water. It's like a, a tableau of how they would show sea creatures attacking boats. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Cassius is there with a a blood soaked spear ready to smite the uh, <laughs> the the white whale. <laughs> He's like, I'll give you a blue Malaris if, if you kill this thing. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm saying until he takes an action, he's flat-footed as per prone. Uh, but so so are you with grabbed. So even Stevens, Cassius, we're on to you. Uh, that might that prone condition might be helpful now that we've got three people's turns after this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Cassius is going to pull out. His new weapon, one of his new weapons, Brine Sting, Ooh. maybe will be effective against this creature. Um, and we'll try to let's do. Oh man, I wonder if this. I wonder if this thing knows common. I doubt it. Can't insult anything that doesn't know common. Really, I guess I'm just gonna try to stab it. Oh. Oh, other people can roll rocks too. That's a natural 20, folks. On Brine Sting, which on a successful critical hit. Sorry, Tyler. What's up? I'm just thanking you. Oh, yes, you're welcome. (laughs) On a successful critical hit against a creature with the aquatic or water subtype, the target's going to take an additional 3d6 points of damage as its flesh cracks and withers from dehydration and salt crystals form around the wound I give it. So I imagine uh, its jaw is open, trying to engulf Honto, and I just shove brine sting into its, <laughs> into its mouth to deal uh, some pretty significant damage. We're talking... I'm, I'm sorry sorry to burst your, your bubble. It is not no? a, uh, a water subtype <sighs> creature. It's not like made of water. Or aquatic? It's not an aquatic subtype? Uh, That's t- t- I thought for sure it would be. Yeah, I mean, I think reptiles are aquatic in the way that like people are aquatic. Like <laughs> they're made of That's water, true. but like. That's true. That's true. They have to come up rare. Yeah. Tyler, uh, I think I think he gave you brine sting because now for the rest of the campaign we are never going to encounter another water or aquatic. <laughs> There's so many creature type. <laughs> There's yeah. so uh, many in this campaign. I, well, so I'm Patrick just... does need to roll a DC 14 fortitude check. Can't imagine this one's gonna go poorly. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's um, it's gonna be based on your your level. So, oh, it's based on my level. Okay, so then yeah, but this will go up kind of as a magic item. Will maybe like a like a class DC or something? DC twenty three then. Um, but as a fortitude save, uh, it's it's best. So it, it has made it with an eleven on the dice. Okay. Uh, it has not critically saved. So I think um, with the critical it's still going to take that penalty um, the first level of the penalty but not doing double this round. So it's a, it's a minus one basically to attacks as you are drying up the skin and this strike does kind of ring magically true as the blade I don't know, perhaps it, it glows like your own tattoos um, as, you, as you bring it to bear on this creature. Uh, what, what's the damage we're talking about here, Tyler? 26. Oh, okay. All right, so a little bit, a little bit more. The wolf drag. 
Uh, what do you want to do next with your turn? The wolf drag is an insane amount of damage. But it is a two-action thing. Uh, I mean, I guess we're just going to follow up stab again, I guess. <laughs> uh, I really can't do much else to this thing. Yeah. Maybe it speaks common. What, uh, what's your roll? Oh, I rolled a natural. <laughs> oh, no. Ooh, no. Ah, the game bringeth and the game destroyeth. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was just double checking on the, the aquatic thing because there are... Uh, it's very specific in second edition what the, the, the quote-unquote traits are. And just about like every ocean creature has aquatic, but not this. I mean, I have to say, I have, crocodile. I have seen crocodiles and alligators at the aquarium. You know what, Tyler? Oh, That's true. You know what, Tyler? It is a semi-aquatic creature. I'm going to give you half damage on that. Uh, oh, okay. So that's 3d6. 3d6 and you can just take half. But since oh, it's okay. additional damage, would but you roll it twice for the critical? It is crit, yeah. So, so well, that, that, that only triggers on a critical, right? Uh, yes. yes. So I don't think it would double. I think it's just a, Well, it's this a is a first edition weapon, so <laughs> I don't know if they oh, yeah. had this in mind. But I, I will say, let, let's, let's take the 3d6 now because uh... Okay. Yay! More damage after a natural one feels better. Oh, what do you roll? Twelve? All right, that's way too much. Never mind. I take it back. <laughs> take it back. No, that is is a significant crit. Is that a, all you got for your turn here? Yeah, one action to draw the Pull blade, stab Ooh. and stab, and all right. we're, we're done. Couple major wounds on this thing as we head on to Alaris. All right, Alaris is going to pull out her short bow. I have quick draw and uh, take three shots. Oh my goodness gracious. All right, number one is just a 21. Mm, you want to re-roll great. that one or you want to- Yeah, wanna... let me re-roll it. Let her lie. That was a six on the dice, I believe. By the power of math, so you can do better. Oh, Ooh, much better. That's a 26. 26 is a hit. Oh, good. Yeah. So that does 12 piercing damage. Great Let's damage. see how the second shot goes. Oof. Oh, that's bad. That's Oof. real bad. A three on the dice. That oh, nice. that's a 22. Ooh, it's, it's close, but that one, that one just bounces right off of its oh. scaly hide. Um, yeah, this thing, you can tell. It will require some clever targeting to get past these armor-like scales, inch-thick scales. Uh, Candoso in the water. Last but not least, oh no, I see the shark token coming out. Uh, can, can you make me? Can you make me large? Please? Oh goodness gracious! No. Oh. I, Yay. I I gave this to you. This was like a Is free action. To, Is that new? To get in the water? Uh yeah yeah hidden uh, uh hidden level seven. I am now a, a large animal when I use my animal form. Oh my god, dude! Can uh, Shark Doso grow up? Uh, yeah. So I am I'm spending me a spending me a focus point. And then I'm tempted to try and do like an anamorph style transition. Candoso <laughs> into a shark. Right, uh, it's getting still like people legs, but then like the the heads turning into a shark. So I look like street sharks. Oh, it's <laughs> gross. I don't want to think about it anymore. No. Uh, all right, yeah, that's two actions, and then third action, uh, Champa Champa. Oh my goodness gracious! All right, let's see. Let, let, me, let me make sure that I. I'm just gonna check real quick. 
make sure that I updated my my uh, bonuses here. And yep, okay. Shark jaws, big jump. Uh, Twenty-four to hit. That is a miss, unless this thing was flat-footed by Ponto's reverse death roll. That's right. He's he's exposed the delicious soft underbelly. That is exactly a hit. And I chomp in with a nineteen points of piercing damage. Oh, good. It's a lot of damage. It's a lot of damage, folks. But you know what? You're still not the biggest threat because he got hit with brine sting for like 40 points. It's time I'm going to eat Captain Cassius. No, no, no. I have, I'm, dude, Patrick, I'm wearing high fashion fine clothing. Do not ruin my clothing. <laughs> well, well, first I have to get through. to have a bunch of tooth holes in it. <laughs> yeah. I got to get through the gristle first of uh, your lizard folk bodyguard who's in his oh, mouth. Good. Before I can bite you. Um, I'm sorry, good? Yes, very good. <laughs> I'm sorry, these clothes are expensive. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's hoping he can turn uh, Hanto into some boots or something. Oh, no. He okay. <laughs> so, it's a, it's a different meaning of the word al- uh, alligator boots. It's just uh, it's a boots for an alligator. <laughs> uh, Seth... Make make Honto make me a reflex save as this you can feel this thing about ready to lift you up and take another a, a deep gulp as it were and you have a a brief window where you can try and es- almost escape its its uh, its swallow ability. Okay, reflex save. Okay, I don't think that's gonna, gonna do. Let's let me roll my dice though. I rolled an eighteen. Yes. Oh my um, gosh. That is a success, and you are indeed swallowed down this thing's gullet. I'm sorry, what kind of check is this? Uh, the monster makes an athletics check opposed by, oh, a reflex DC, I should say, but you've rolled exactly a reflex DC, which is 10 plus 15. Sorry about that. That's true. Okay. I, didn't re- I didn't read this okay. very well today in my game <laughs> prep. <laughs> it feels like forever since we played. Uh, uh, you are grabbed and slowed one inside this thing's um, gullet. You're not really in its belly. You're about halfway down its throat, as you guys see Hanto disappear. Um, Another Vore episode. Okay. uh, (laughs) And what else? You take the least amount of damage when first swallowed and at the end of each of its turns while swallowed. So the swallow damage is a little bit less. Is So wait, do I take damage twice this turn? No, you'll take damage at the end of your turn if you're still within its... Not the end of its turn. Uh, no, end of your turn. Okay. Um, what did I roll here? Yeah, so it sounds like it might be might might be two for this first one. Yowzers. It is 19 points of bloodshedding damage with its swallow hole, and it's got a free set of jaws. Uh, actually, uh, I'm going to spend an action to to right itself in the water, and now it's going to make that bite attack against Captain Cassius, right through his brand new fancy clothes. Natural one. Oh, opportune repost means I get to stab you when you roll a natural one against me. So much. You're dumb, magical pirate luck. (laughs) 
Oh, a 32 to hit you. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Thank goodness. That's, that is uh, 18 uh, points of damage. It's not a crit, but it's so darn close. I'm very worried for my guy. <laughs> How much damage? 18. Okay, well, it's bloodied. Jeez Louise. Um, why, why can't GMs have hero points? I just want to re-roll that one so bad. Oh, I'm so sorry, my You dumb fancy clothes. You can still tail slap me, right? Ponto, we're on to uh, No, that was three actions. Oh, Swall- yes, Swall- yes. Hole this thing one. can't get another action, folks. This I, thing can't get another action. I should have righted myself after I made sure I picked you. But, uh, Honto, we are on to you. Okay, so... Uh, I would have had a turn ready for you, but you kind of drastically shifted things. Uh, so, going off of old school Pathfinderisms, um, which were born from from D twenty, uh, when you are swallowed, you have very limited actions you can take. But I think one of them is you can try to essentially rip your way out with a piercing weapon like a small piercing or slashing weapon it is almost the exact same pathfinder second edition it's a light bulk or uh less weapon so we're talking daggers and you know those kind of things i wouldn't or... describe hanto's guns as light bulk necessarily <laughs> but uh, oh, they're big bulk, baby. oh they're bulky <laughs> uh, any any unarmed oh, attack Lord. you can do as well and i will say now that you yeah i think hanto's been swallowed whole a couple times in this campaign i don't believe so uh, well, your, your I think, friends I think have, this is the first. At the very least, uh, you guys have talked about it, perhaps, and you know that basically anything uh, not bludgeoning, so we're talking piercing or slashing, sure. you can try and, um, in game terms, mm-hmm. uh, rupture. Uh, so cut a hole in this thing's throat and yeah. try and get your way out. Right. Well, fortunately, I'm already in wolf stance, so I'm going to go ahead. Does that do piercing? It sure does, sir. Oh, son of a beast. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and immediately for my first turn, I'm going to initiate key strike. And then I'm going to do a four of blows. So each of these has a plus one um, to the attack. Um, now, is it... What AC am I trying to hit? Does it have the same AC when I'm inside of its throat? I think it's flat-footed to your attacks. I believe so as well. Um, but I think that 23 isn't going to cut it for the second attack. 32 is a hit. 23 right. is a miss. Now, how much damage are we talking? I can re-roll it, though. I kind of want to re-roll it. I'm going to re-roll it. Right, because <laughs> oh. it's, it's got ah. some... Yeah, I was going to say, it's got some, like, rupture value. And if you yeah. deal if yeah. you deal that much damage in one hit, and your two strikes you count as out. one hit, how much damage are we talking total? Uh, that was going to be 15. Wait, how much does key strike add again? Oh, my gosh. I thought it was 1d6, but it actually might be more than that. Key strike. Uh, this switch. get out of here, Nintendo Switch. You'll have to look it up because <laughs> yeah, I'm are, doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing we it. Are on the yeah, it's a it's a one d six. Okay, it is just one d six. Okay, so it's going to be fifteen piercing damage, uh, and then I'm going to try to attack two more times. Uh, at most, potentially one more time, as you recall, are slowed one. 
Oh, okay. But that is not enough in a single hit to, to rupture. I can tell oh. you that. All right. That is an 18 on that last attack that I can do, so. Alrighty, you are taking some more damage here. Okay. On the end of your turn, 16 points of bludgeoning as you're, I mean, you can feel muscles and perhaps some jaw bones jutting into you as you are slowly masticated. Patrick, you want to be really careful about over-describing that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm getting down into it. It's 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 like a a smelly fish sleeping bag you've got going on that's trying to kill you. Uh, but I don't think unless you guys sounds like a normal teenager sleeping bag. If you want to roll really yeah. bad for me, maybe we'll get there. But Cassius is next. And- so oh, yeah. you're getting three attacks for how we're how we are i roll a we are crocking for crits and uh here comes one god that's a 31 to hit As a let's, hit. Just all, let's just do all the attacks right there that's a miss and that's a miss okay right. well, we got one wish it was better but indeed uh 18 no 19 points of damage on that first uh, on that first hit, and I, now do you have to re-roll um, to be sickened again? Are you immune, or are you immune to that at this point? Uh, no, no, he, he would get another chance here. So and then roll me that no. DC twenty-three. No problem. Basically, he's got to roll very low for this, but no. still has a negative one, um, sickened one from the crate. Um, Alaris, you're on to you. This thing has swallowed Honto, and somehow its giant jaws just missed your captain. Yep, Alaris is going to step forward next to Cassius and take out her curve blade as she does so, and take a shrink. No, no, do more bow damage. Oh, that's no. a 33. No, that is so a close. a hit. All right, so that does. Let's see. Is it flat-footed right now? No, not flat-footed. Uh, so 16 plus six bleed. No, that's on a crit. Is that on a crit? Just 16 damage? Yes, I think it's just 16. Because your, your six bleed damage would be from your weapon specialization. Oh, it's not looking too good. You He's after that one. You got a, an, another another attack in you you think I'm no no i get six bleed that's that's from a from a, a room oh, if i get a crit room. it would be 1d12 instead of 1d6 so so that oh is an gosh, additional six so, so. wounding 22. room you say that's amazing also known as a wounding wound wounding wound or a wounding rune how much did you spend on that bet oh my god oh but there is bleed damage patrick because you see, I have a wounding wound. <laughs> well, it's still up, but now it is. Uh, it does take that persistent bleed damage until it can potentially save on its turn. Yep. Uh, okay, second attack. Yep. And the last, uh, that's only a 15. Okay, uh, it's it's all set up for you at the bottom of the turn order, Shark Doso, to, to be the hero. <laughs> that Ooh. potentially your captain needs to save his dinner oh, attire. Please, uh, I'm I'm coming for you, Hanto. Uh, I bubble out of my sharky maw. 
As I chomp with a 34 to hit. Oh my goodness gracious. It goes down. Ah. Yeah. Oh. Son of a biscuit. <laughs> I was like, this guy's definitely going to be a, a, a verifiable super threat to the party. It can kill T-Rexes. You kill it in two turns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh boy. So you are able to uh, uh it sure didn't it sure didn't affect anybody at the table everyone's <laughs> totally fine no one at all took 90 points of damage in this party <laughs> dang close <laughs> no, it was Guess a lot Cassius isn't even wet <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh no uh, oh boy I, I, I feel like we need to take some time to uh to remove some of the colossal teeth out of this beast, um, for they could certainly uh, adorn Cassius's desk back in the captain quarters of the uh, ship. Mm-hmm. Um, Hold on, Jabert. Jabert, we're entering the the cut this out zone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, cool. No. cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to. Uh... Uh, as a as a shark, when I bite through, I'm going to gingerly grab onto uh, Hanto's belt loop and drag him <laughs> to shore. Uh, oh, he's he's birthed out of the the neck hole that you're able to cut. Um, <laughs> as you look over this thing, though, trick your words in this episode. If <laughs> if you are able to uh, successfully uh, roll nature or survival. Uh, to skin, detooth this thing. I mean, most parts of this uh, can be used. Meat can be sold. The hide can be forged into all kinds of crazy aquatic leathers, I'm sure. Um, and then, you know, teeth and bones and things can be used in all, all sorts. Uh, you can probably get a good 25 gold from from this carcass mm. uh, alone, which is, you know, a small treasure unto itself. Um, that is that is indeed if you spend some time and, and want to make those rolls. But you can you can task once you've un your your men have unloaded the throne to just take this giant corpse back to the ship instead in its place. They're they're very excited about having an, an easy float back to the ship. And now you're like, <laughs> here, here's this three thousand pounds uh, monstrosity. Have fun. I suddenly had this uh, this image in my head of of like uh, after this thing gets skinned and we've utilized every part of the buffalo, as it were, mm. um, we we get like a camera shot of Honto looking uncomfortable as the camera pans over to the <laughs> side and every other member of the ship is wearing crocodile skin armor. <laughs> he's just like Sc- Scrimshaw Jack has like. A- Honto costume made out of, <laughs> of crocodile skin. He's like, I wants to play just like you, Honto. Yeah, Cassius I got my one stand on That's incredibly racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's very insensitive. Scrimshaw. Yes. You should. Uh, yes, uh, it's all fine and dandy to have some. Um, somebody's feelings are going to get hurt here. Crocodile that, skin clothing, but yes, we're we're going to have to reintroduce that, is, you, my friend. Is that? Croctural appropriation? Ah, no. <laughs> ah, croctural. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. So you guys, you guys can spend some time, some uh, rest and healing before you you move on, or uh, I guess mainly. Wait, did I? Oh no, I hit, I hit someone with the tail. Was that Alaris? That was me. Yeah. 
yeah, so, I mean, you've got, like, the wind knocked out of you, maybe uh, a little scuff, but Honto has indeed got some major wounds um, that need yeah. to be set before you guys head on to a, a fancy pirate drinking party. Hmm. That's just yeah. deep tooth wounds. It's nothing he hasn't had before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can, like... Uh, just set them up and then it's like spot which bite mark is the most recent on Anto. Uh, do, do we like have uh, do we have like a time limit on that or um you've been invited for you know sundown so maybe an hour for okay okay so we get we could get a, a couple of checks in here real quick get ourselves looking presentable we're gonna yeah. we're gonna play who's that pokemon with bite marks <laughs> yes uh, if you want you want to make those rolls go right yeah. ahead all right yeah Sorry, I meant to say I'm trying for the the 20 DC. So that's not a critical there, but no, but a success. But indeed a success. I have to look up medicine every time I do this. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Treat wounds. Her the skill. Yeah, so it'll be uh, 2d8 uh, plus 10. Um and I mean, honestly, normally I would say like, oh, let's just do it for an hour. But I've got a uh, uh, continual uh, medicine or something. What was the feat? I've got uh, battle medicine? continual recovery. Oh, what's uh, that? Say? So that is uh, uh, people are only immune to uh, my treat wounds for 10 minutes, oh. not an hour. So I can. So as soon as I'm done stitching up wounds, I can. Get get on to the next wound. Pretty baller. Keep going. So pretty baller. So uh, yeah. So Hanto, I'm gonna keep on stitching. But you can go ahead and roll two d eight plus ten. All right. Another two d eight plus ten. So we're at forty eight plus twenty. So let's actually just see what that looks like. Uh, so Ooh. so right now we're at uh, uh forty. There wait. Uh, yeah, forty three. Pretty good. And then, I but I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that's still not fully up for you so there's another one so that'll be another 18 so that could see to what 61 points is that is that back up to full might be close i did what 40 on the first oh you 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 beat the crap out of them okay so how much was it total 61 right now okay you're spending a half an hour are you are you back up to full no, I'm I'm still down uh, 16, but that's pretty good. Okay, cool. All right. Well, I mean, I'm I'm happy to ha- hang out for another 10 minutes. Yeah, there you go. Now we're, now you should be good. Bloop. Uh yeah, you're good. Now you can also and Honto just hang out for a while. Can I get a heal? Uh sure, yeah. It's only been 40 minutes, so I've got another I can I can do I can minutes. do one uh for Alaris in the sure, meantime. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to, like I'll try for the do- circle. <laughs> Darn it, Rebecca! I was about to make the joke. Oh no, I failed it, though. So let oh, let Candoso no. do it. Pull it right out from under me. Cassie's hey. back there. All right, critical Being... success there. You're you're back up. Yeah, forty eight plus ten. Awesome, thank you. Uh, Cassie's in the background being snarky. I feel like you know, uh, maybe mostly not not to Honto though because he took some real damage, but maybe to Alaris, <laughs> you know, because because Honto's arm is hanging off at this point. Yeah, but maybe to Alaris, uh, he's like, <laughs> he would say very jokingly, uh, you know, if you were more light on your feet, maybe you wouldn't get hit by such massive crocodile tails, <laughs> uh, knowing that she is 
faster on her feet than, than he is by quite a margin. Uh, I, I swear, yeah, is that is that a challenge, Captain? You wanna you wanna show me some fancy footwork? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You oh. wanna dance, Captain? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he looks back and says, "Please, Alaris, when I'm in my nice clothes, I can't move as freely as I wish. So, perhaps another time." I swear to goodness, Tyler, your dumb pirate look on this podcast is <laughs> in stark contrast to to I your. I I fully base expect when the when the um what was that card game called? Bastards Folly. Bastards Fool. Fo- uh, Bastards Fool. When that episode airs, I fully expect uh, hate DMs over rolling that natural twenty <laughs> on that reroll. Which it's was... not. A, I couldn't even ch- uh, attempt to challenge you because you roll a stupid nat twenty like. <laughs> Every week it feels I, like on this show. I I I don't but know what it is about this show. Yeah. The I mean, what's your armor? Like the only thing I could roll was a natural one to miss you. <laughs> yeah, it's with like a twenty-four giant crocodile. It's not good. Oh. Um. So I think uh, I think when Cassius makes the excuse that uh, uh oh well I can't accept a challenge while I'm while I'm wearing these clothes, I think Hondo, who's been <laughs> overhearing this conversation, would be like. No reason you can't take the clothes off, Captain. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Are you coming on like, to Cassius? Yeah, Cassius would turn to Honto and be like, "That's an entirely different conversation." Back for that's for back on the ship, Honto. We're not <laughs> not here nor here. <laughs> Talk to me in private, down you. Not <laughs> not in front of the rest. Uh, uh, since we have another ten minutes before we're expected, mm-hmm. um, I would like to go ahead and uh, refocus uh, to try to get that focus point back. So right ahead, uh, indeed, um, uh, you guys, while this is happening, your gift to the Hurricane King has been unloaded from the raft and already um, carted on logs (laughs) up the hillside to Fort Hazard and presented at the gates in front of you. By the time you get there, it's being kind of rolled into... Um, what seems like a huge kind of outdoor festival in the the center of the castle uh, with with many banners and tents over tables laden with roasted meats and spice side dishes, uh, warm bread. Uh, but as the party has already uh, kind of the revelry is in full swing here, um, you see already. Uh, flagons and empty bottles, um, wine and, and hard liquor, uh, emptied on the, the grounds here as you guys can kind of cut your way through dozens of, uh, drunken buccaneers, both swaggering at one another, play fighting, uh, dancing in places and also staggering around this, this main, um, Main fortress interior, uh, fully drunk, uh, and it's at the the back of this reverie as your chair is kind of carted into position that the the pirates begin to part a little bit, and you guys uh, through the the banners here of of many different pirate uh, holds throughout the shackles, you're able to catch your first glimpse of the Hurricane King himself. Uh, indeed, an older human-looking male uh, presiding over this reverie in a, a teak wood with uh, gold um, abutments and, and kind of chasing around the edge uh, a wooden throne 
and uh, let me show you guys some artwork of the Hurricane King, including his portrait here. Whoop. And oh, here's here's what it looks like standing up. You got Aww. big guns. Very much. Oh, yeah, you're right. He has. I didn't even think about that. He actually has guns. He's got a gun. That's terrifying. Get out! Uh, oh yeah, he's <laughs> he's using it to scratch at his uh, his beard, and indeed, in the other hand, is a large flagon of uh, extremely frothy ale. And uh, yeah, as you take a look at him in full, I mean, he's he's a pretty blustery looking gentleman with he long black he hair. He doesn't seem like the fun kind of pirate. You know, sometimes <laughs> you got like a fun pirate. This guy seems like a like not a I, fun pirate. <laughs> I will say the full artwork does indeed show that his right hand is a skeletal hand. <gasps> that That is Bowie. what you guys are seeing as well. Uh, it looks indeed undead somehow. It's given off a, a faint bluish green kind of magical hue. Um, one thing that maybe strikes you uh, taking a look at him, he doesn't look that old. I mean, he looks perhaps like a, a, a human male um, in his prime, you know, 40s or, or 50s maybe, but you don't see a lot of gray hairs on, on bone fists, but um, doesn't have any trappings of, of royalty. There's no crown. He's just wearing a, a tricorn and a, a long coat. Um, but yeah, the, the the garb of a sea captain. I would not ask Tim Curry to play him in a movie. <laughs> uh, as you guys enter, and it, you know, people start talking about this this huge throne rolling into the fortress. Uh, the 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 orcish man, Sadik Goldtooth, uh, will come up to you, and you can you can tell he has been drinking his own. Um, gut burn rum for some time but he he doesn't seem to be affected by it. he just he's got a a breath that could knock out a horse as he comes up to you and says ah you all made it finally i will introduce you to the, the king <laughs> come come midway goldtooth uh, indeed well into his cups uh goldtooth introduces you all as the uh, Captain Cassius and the crew of the Tidebreaker, and the the drunken. Uh, I think the the art here on the left of uh, of a a dark faced, red eyed <laughs> Hurricane King is probably what you're seeing first. Who kind of like stares past where you're standing, and then like maybe a few feet in front of you, and narrows his his vision, and uh. Goldtooth says a few words in his ear and uh, he'll, he'll say a few things back. And then you hear his voice calling out like silence, everyone, a silence, a silence. Uh, but the, the crowd is too loud, too boisterous as indeed this, this party has been going on for the better part of an hour or so um, without repeating himself more than a few times. Uh, Goldtooth, uh, kind of clears some space as the Hurricane King stands up from his throne and takes his pistol and fires it into the air and a cacophonous, thunderous uh, 
blast kind of echoes through the stone walls here of Fort Hazard. And Candoso, you swear for a moment you see a a flash of lightning in the air above the the castle as as this uh this weapon goes off that you all pro- probably heard of but maybe never seen a a gun before uh you can smell the black powder as a plume of smoke surrounds the the hurricane king but the entirety of the castle falls deathly silent after this and uh, their mood seems to to dour for a moment as the Hurricane King seems to change as well as he he smiles and uh, kind of throws his arms open, looking at the the four of you, and says, "Why this fresh catch of scallywags wants to add their ship to our brethren of the sea." Yeah kind of waves his pistol in your direction it's it's still smoking and you can see kind of the end of it is looks red hot oh yeah but before i award their letter of mark and make them free captains right and true on their own ship i say we hear from their own mouths he makes eye contact with you, Cassius, perhaps for the first time. And it's it's an intense gaze as kind of bores holes through the back of your head and says, uh, what say you tell us all a tale or two how you came by the plunder in your hold? You can feel the entirety of the, the castle kind of gathering up behind you this riotous and drunken crowd of uh, professional pirates here in Port Peril ready for you guys to tell them a tale of your your coming across your your riches a tale or two uh, but that tale indeed is gonna be for another time here on a dead man roll no, no credits. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. We just be getting about the end point, and we will start next week with some storytelling of of the the best kind. Um, Mad Libs again? Right. <laughs> yeah, well, we had our fun there, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you guys uh, will have to tell to perhaps a uh, a, a non. <laughs> um, uh, quiet audience. You might have to fight some folks to get a word in edgewise here at uh, this this uh, this pirate um, uh, drinking party. Uh, but yeah, that's Waffle the house. <laughs> it's basically Waffle House, three a.m. and in, in the south <laughs> at, at Fort Hazard. Uh, that is going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, thank you guys for playing with me. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, everyone out there listening, uh, we've got more pirates. We've got more peril for the main characters. And uh, we'll, we'll catch you next time. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us on Patreon. Uh, we'll catch you next time on Dead Men Road Hogwarts. Ahoy! Goodbye. Goodbye. Yo ho ho. Yark. It took all the. <laughs> All the, the the reserve that I had to to not reply with like Ben Shapiro's wife when you said that Cassius wasn't black. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Ben Shapiro's getting burned. Sick burn coming from left field and cosmic crit. The 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 wet ass p word is Pathfinder. <laughs>